Hello, is that you, Theo? Yes, it is. All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of Chatting with Abby. I have a special guest today. Is Theo from Twitter. Theo, tell us about yourself and your Twitter handle. Uh, so I came up with it last um, last winter during during kind of like I would call it peak COVID. It was I remember <laughs> it specifically. Uh, Barstool was doing their big small business fundraiser, and I was getting really really annoyed with a lot <laughs> of things that were going on. It was it felt like. It felt like we were reaching a point where everything needed to end, but it wasn't going to, and Biden was going to get inaugurated, and Trump was still going on and on about the election. It was driving me up the wall. So I followed Matt Walsh for a long time. He calls himself a theocratic fascist. I don't really want to call myself a fascist, so I came up with theocratic dictator. <laughs> so that's at theocratic dictator on that Twitter? That is true. That is, in fact, my... That is, it's actually Theo dictator yeah dictator all right yep all right (laughs) and that's why we call you theo otherwise like to stay anonymous that's correct correct yes all right am anonymous (laughs) Anonymous. uh so if you're listening to this uh go ahead and follow theo dictator on twitter and while you're at it, go ahead and follow Ali Crenshaw. Uh, the idea for this particular discussion came from a space that Ali Crenshaw hosted. Uh, I don't remember her handle off the top of my head, but in the link on Twitter, I will tag her. So Ali Crenshaw's space was about red-pilling friends and family members at Thanksgiving. And Theo joined that space to talk a little bit about how his grandmother refused to have Thanksgiving with the family over vaccination. So you want to tell us about that? Yeah. So for a little bit of context, uh, I do come from a uh, Republican family. Uh, both my parents are. Uh, my grandfather, the one who's, who she's married to, was a Republican, but Trump, he's kind of a never Trump Republican. So he he occasionally calls me and rails on January <laughs> 6th and all that for context now. It's a right. lot of context. I think uh, the reason he switched is because they're they're getting older, so they mm-hmm. don't want to really fight. And she she was vehemently against Trump. I do think a lot of this is contextualized with the fact that both of them really really hate Trump. So they mm-hmm. refuse to watch anything other than Nicole Wallace on MSNBC, and all she does is talk about vaccinations. And Rachel Maddow mm-hmm. only talks about vaccinations. So they only watch CNN and MSNBC. So for for this Thanksgiving, so just for a little bit more context, I'm a college student. Uh, I came home last Friday. Uh, I didn't really know much of what was going on. Uh, I had a little bit of a cold, so she was a little nervous about that, but it was just a cold. I actually went and got tested just so they could be a little bit less nervous. Uh, mm. For more context, I am also vaxxed and I've also previously had COVID. So I guess you could call me triple vaxxed at that point, right? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So I did. So I ended up not getting my, um, not getting my shots until June. It does matter because there's a six month waiting period for the boosters or something. So she decided to call my mom and say that she was, was not going to come to Thanksgiving unless someone in my family, my cousin specifically got a booster. She was the only one that uh, hadn't got that was eligible to get a booster, but hadn't gotten one. 
so my brothers and I haven't haven't reached that six month period. Okay. Um, so we can't we can't get a booster, nor do I even plan on it. I right. wasn't gonna tell her that. But so <laughs> she basically said that she wasn't gonna come to Thanksgiving unless my uh my cousin got got boosted. So she was sending my mom articles every day about why boosters are so effective. And we all know the CDC hasn't even fully said that boosters are even effective at all. So right. it's just very, very ironic that her whole her whole um her whole thing about, you know, following the science and all that is, you know, the CDC doesn't even approve it yet. So basically right. at that point she's sending everyone articles, she's saying, You all you need to be vaxxed, we need to get boosted now. And then she ended up not coming. So wow. and then she on Thanksgiving, she called and talked to us about vaccines the whole time. Wow. And it was very, very frustrating because it's really hard for all of us to watch her do that because um, we don't really know how many she has left. She is up there in age, uh, mm-hmm. mid to high 80s now. And she just refuses mm-hmm. to, she refuses to see any of us anymore because she's so afraid. And for good reason, like I, I, I would consider my mother more of a moderate conservative. So she didn't mm-hmm. like Trump. I don't think she voted for him. Uh, she does believe that people have the right to make their own decisions and in terms of COVID, uh, they should be allowed to wear their masks. So when I make fun of someone for double masking, because I do think it is kind of silly, uh, mm-hmm. my mom says, you don't know their situation. And I do agree with her. But so she she's very sympathetic to that. But she was she has been annoyed with my grandmother because my grandmother sends us article after article every day about boosters and something or other. It's just such a mess. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of the whole story. But so I popped into that. Uh, I popped into that that uh, that space, I guess, uh, Wednesday morning, and just told told that. And it sounded like I've heard people say the same thing that they just have that one cousin that doesn't want to come because they're afraid or they want mm-hmm. everyone to do masks during Thanksgiving, which I think wow. is very silly because mm-hmm. um, I back back where I live, which is Maryland, one of the bluest states in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, people the pandemic never ended but where i go to school which is out in the midwest pandemic's mm-hmm. been over since march right so for me it's very different it's very different when i come back so they have been in the they have been in the culture of the pandemic is still going on and i've been in a place where the pandemic hasn't even been happening mm-hmm. really yeah that's wow there's a lot there's a lot there, there so you would you would say that your grandmother is motivated by fear. Is that correct? I 100% think that it's fear. And it's solely because um, it's solely because she spends all her time watching uh, certain news stations. And I understand why she doesn't watch Fox. I, I don't, you know, I don't begrudge her for not watching Fox. Fox sometimes gets on my nerves. But mm-hmm. the, only, she, the only thing she, she watches and reads, the three things are MSNBC, CNN, and the Washington Post, because that is our local paper. Mm. It's actually like our local paper. Um, but when you only read that and you don't read anything else, even, you know, even the Wall Street Journal, right? They don't right. even read the Wall Street Journal anymore. Wow. Uh, so they, don't get, they don't get any, they don't get any moderate opinions about COVID at all. They just read the, I would say this, the, the more center left, far left kind of opinion, especially on MSNBC, mm-hmm. which is basically just a far left network. Um, it's just, it's, I just think that what they're, what they're doing to people on those news sites uh that those newspapers those channels is just Mm -hmm. it's so unbelievably 
it's cruel to them. It's cruel to their families. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's making everyone afraid. And even today they came out with this new, this new variant that they're trying to spike up as everyone to, to get everyone afraid again. Right. We don't even know anything about it. It's (laughs) just, it just emerged and it could be like, variants that have supposedly come and gone right right when i had covid they were telling me we're tracking multiple variants at once it's not there are the big ones the predominant ones but there are also smaller Mm -hmm. ones that are you know less dangerous maybe more contagious but i'm I'm not claiming to be an expert on epidemiology but i did as as an uh, another non-expert on epidemiology (laughs) i've (laughs) I've heard that it's natural for a virus to burn down, which is essentially continue to develop variants that are more contagious and less deadly because the virus doesn't really want to kill its host. It wants to live in its host as long as possible and get the chance to spread. So it's in the virus's interest to adapt into a form that is not deadly and more contagious. Yes, of course. Of course. Yeah. I've heard the only that thing yeah. The only thing that cuts against that is that if the virus was specifically designed to be a deadly yeah, pandemic, then that <laughs> yep. is, it's like, okay, I can see why the fear. Um, yes, I, 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 I can see that as well. I think if we're getting into that territory. Uh, <laughs> I definitely think that there may or may not have been uh, some tampering because it's, it is a form of Certainly. SARS, which was uh, which was very, very not deadly. Or it was. I can't remember. Ooh, my bad. SARS was pretty you. bad. Yeah. I was not. I was very young when that happened. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So there are some valid reasons for people to be afraid. But there's also valid reasons for people to be afraid of any aspect of life, of getting in your car. I mean, at this point, you're more likely to die because you got in your car to drive someplace for Thanksgiving than you are to die of COVID. Mm -hmm. So what would you say, maybe not to your grandmother, but to somebody else you were not as connected with, who was so driven in fear that they were willing to give up one of their last few holidays with their family? Um, Yeah, I definitely, it's my grandmother's beyond the point of all, the point of no return. She's not turning around. She's not, she will not have her mind changed. She, Mm. That's just the kind of personality that she has. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I remember back just for, I remember back when Zika was a thing. My family mm-hmm. was going on vacation to Puerto Rico, and she was freaking out about that. So, right. <laughs> but for someone who who has who is afraid of COVID, um, and just in general, I would always say that you know I did go through it. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it was it was like a bad flu for me. Mm-hmm. I am young, so there is that there is that context, but. I know a lot of people who have had no symptoms at all. So you're, you're taking, you know, every, every day in life is a risk. Um, right. I happen to get really, really unlucky catching COVID in my dorm, uh, <laughs> which was very unfortunate, <laughs> but I know a bunch of people who went out and lived their lives and still have not gotten COVID. So right. if you, if you think that you have to take small risks, um, if you think you have to take small risks, or small uh, precautions to, if you, if you want to take small precautions when you come to our event or our holiday, we will take small precautions. Mm. Uh, I know that during the actual COVID, uh, I'm going to say during the actual pandemic, because I don't consider it the pandemic anymore. Right. Um, 
last summer, we would always do events outside with our grandparents, uh, both sets of them. Um, mm -hmm. And so just be a con, just like we will accommodate you up to a certain extent. Uh, right. But I don't think everyone needs to mask or anything. But Right. I, it's, it's, it is a risk. We understand that. But we will make accommodations for you if you are a little scared. And it's understandable to be afraid. Right. But to some extent, it is not as bad as you're being told. But uh, right. of course, they're also told when they hear that, that we're lying. So <laughs> exactly. And that we want them to die yeah. and all these things that, and I, and I think if you go back to all of it, it's, it's all, it's all because of the election last year, but another topic that doesn't need to uh, yeah. <laughs> get explored. <laughs> <laughs> my, my temptation is to say to someone like your grandmother, like, what's the point of, being alive if if you're not willing to spend that life with the people you love mm -hmm. um but that's not something that i think anyone would take very well <laughs> no and, and that was one of the reasons my dad when she was on speaker and telling us she wasn't going to come my dad afterwards just said she doesn't even have that many left she doesn't get it and yeah you know, it's 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 natural to be afraid of death everyone's afraid of death to some extent right um but I, it's it's really it's just really hard when you know that some of us aren't going to be around for every single Thanksgiving. Uh, mm -hmm. This is probably one of the last ones that we'll all be together uh, because right. you know some cousins are moving, finding finding their significant others and moving off with them. They might not come back, so this is the last like it might be one of the last small ones we have. For all right. I know, I could meet a girl and go off to her family Thanksgiving next next Thursday or next mm -hmm. next Thanksgiving. So, but yeah. to just to have her, she doesn't, she doesn't, it's hard to think long-term in this kind of scenario. And I, I, I've, I've also been like, that's been kind of the way that I've thought about it is long-term is what, yeah. what, what, what are we doing to ourselves? And I don't think, yeah. I think it's harder for her because she has less time, which is a kind of a bad way of saying it, but. I mean, it's, it's true. And we live in a culture where we have more control over death than we ever have in the history mm -hmm. of ever and as a consequence we are more terrified of the idea of dying that at any point and we have stopped remembering that we're literally all going to die and there's nothing that we can do about it the only thing that we can do is live the best we can with the time that we're given yeah and that that is that's the exact thing that she needs to hear but it's hard to tell someone that because mm -hmm. uh, you know when they're in that situation it's very it's more likely that they're going to get mad at you than anything else and right that's definitely how um that's definitely how uh she would definitely take it if you said that because the the, the <laughs> conflicting thing is um and I'm going to get a little political in some Go sense my my grandfather like I said he's a conservative um he for some reason has got it into his mind that Joe Biden is this amazing president. I don't know how oh, he, no. how it happened. I don't know how it happened. This guy was, you know, the staunchest. Oh, I don't want to say Obama hater, but you know, just right. Classic, classic 2010 conservative. You know, when right. I was a kid, I would hear him talk about how Obama was ruining everything, all that, all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And suddenly he shifted. And I think it was because, um, so back to COVID is now because he's become that, um, they, they just, it, everything has to be yes or no. There's no in between now. You have to take the side of, he, he could not be on Trump's side because he just despised Trump so much, mm -hmm. right? 
And I, right. and I, some, I, I do not like him either. I find him repulsive. Same. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm probably getting a lot of hate for that, but I don't care. It's on my Twitter feed. <laughs> um, but Trump's I, a very difficult person to like. Uh, <laughs> he just me. is. <laughs> trust me. I, I spent all of October last year with my, with my absentee ballot debating whether or not I should even vote for president because I was so annoyed with some of the things he was doing. And then yeah. after his debate, I just, I checked it off and <laughs> sent it away. But back to, Old so, yeah. yeah, he, he, he got it in his mind that he had, that he has to be on the anti-Trump side. And now I feel mm. like, I feel like our, our politics isn't Democrat, Republican. It's either you're Trump or anti-Trump. And then there's also mm-hmm. Trump aligned anti-Trump people. Like I would consider yeah. myself a Trump aligned anti-Trump person because I agree with everything he said, everything he, no, not everything he believes in, but everything like he stands for, but not him. Right. <laughs> Right. right. So he, I would consider my grandfather on the line of Bill Crystal, who's just given up everything just, mm-hmm. just for some. So I, I, I think like if I could, I've tried so hard to get him back. So right. I think the COVID is one of those things that I, I have tried with him. And I think he like, he starts to come back over and then, you know, one night, all it takes is one night of Nicole Wallace on MSNBC and he's back. Uh, so, right. but he's still like, it's, it's, it's hard because he's still there. um yeah it's so i've tried and i like clearly it was hurting him that he couldn't go to thanksgiving but he was also afraid yeah Um, i think it was more on him that he wanted to go but knew about covid than her she just didn't want to go right just straight up didn't even have any remorse about it (laughs) yeah so i think that there are people like your grandparents who are who are motivated by fear. They have bought into Mm -hmm. the fear mongering of the media. They genuinely are afraid for their their lives. And while it's frustrating, it's, it's completely understandable and it's difficult to blame them for just being afraid. But there's also people who it, it doesn't seem like they really are that afraid. It's just this principle and this power play. And it's more about the control that they exert over others. um, Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I like like I said, live in one of the glitzy glitzy neighbor. I don't live in a glitzy neighborhood, <laughs> but you know, I live in one of the glitzy areas of mm. of the country. Probably, I think per capita, if you would do a Google search, the thing is, is uh, why are there so many rich Democrats in this area? Right, Chevy right. Chase, Chevy Chase. I don't mm-hmm. live there, but I live around there. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say where I live. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um, but they they have been living their lot, living like normal, doing whatever they want. Um, right. No masks, nothing. And they can just do whatever. And if you listen to the Ron DeSantis interview with Ben Shapiro the other day, is he said, mm-hmm. all these politicians come down to Florida and just, you know, they live it up. Nancy Pelosi just bought a $25 million mansion down there. There are people who wow. just, they literally just want to, they, they don't care about COVID. I, I mean, right. I think they do to some extent, but they have used it in themselves to build, build up their own power. And mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it was extremely obvious for me uh, back in, I think early April when they just, it was just, no, 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 no. We need testing, testing, testing. And we're like, but the testing isn't, you know, even that big of a deal. And then it was just whatever Trump wasn't doing, they had to complain about it, even though it wasn't even that important. So it mm-hmm. became very clear that they were using it to win elections Mm-hmm. And now, since it's backfired all over them, 
in their face. Everyone's done with it. At least I would consider, I would say 60% of people are done with it. Right. There's still that entrenchant 20% and then the 20% who, you know, are still a little cautious. Right. Um, um, yeah. So these people who just basically control their everything, like my cat, my county back home has mm-hmm. repealed the mask mandate and reinstituted it three times in three weeks. Wow. And like <laughs> over the course, they'll give us three days without masks. Wow. And then basically say, all right, no, 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 no. We need to go back. But the, the numbers aren't even that bad. So it doesn't make any sense. I, I, I do not understand for the life of me why, why they're even doing it. We're number one vaxxed county in the country, 97%. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're so unbelievably incessant on having masks. No idea why. Maybe I it's have just a, a theory. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear your theory. <laughs> When you just have people walking down the street, you can't Mm -hmm. tell who's who. Like, you can't tell who's a Republican and who's a Democrat. You can't tell who's the in-group and the out-group. I see what you're saying. But when you have masks and you have this convenient symbol to identify the people who are in your group and who are not in your group, um, suddenly it's, it's an easier world to live in. You don't have to interact with people as human beings who are complex and have complex ideas you can just boil people down to good good guy bad guy hero villain and they've definitely done that especially mm-hmm. in places like that um it, it, it's definitely and you know this the county's 75 percent democrats maryland gerrymanders out of my county because that's <laughs> there are so many democrats in that area like we mm-hmm. our our county council the, the guy in charge is like is an actual like socialist self-identified <laughs> socialist um, dislike him so much, but besides <laughs> the point, they, they they just keep changing the rules, and I, right. I I think that that you know that could be that could be a uh, a thing because I stopped wearing masks outside back in March um, mm-hmm. because my school required it everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Understandably, they were just trying to stay open. The feds were being crazy about it, so they required it outside, and I stopped wearing it outside. People were looking at me funny, like, why are you, why are you wearing your mask outside? Because it's 30 degrees and my eyes are freezing. <laughs> my, my, or it was, it was 20 degrees for three straight weeks and my, oh, my breath would go up and freeze my eyes because my mask would shoot back in my face. Oh, my word. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I was like, I'm not going to wear my mask. It's just, it, I, no one's around me. I'm out here by right. myself. Very stupid. But, you know, you would get the glares because it's a college campus. They're, everyone... It's probably, and we're one of the more conservative campuses, so it's probably mm-hmm. 70% uh, Biden voters. So okay. They're all looking at me funny, <laughs> uh, but I don't care. I'm not going to be someone who says like, oh, wear a mask. I'm not going to wear a mask, right? And I'm just right. going to do it because I don't want to, I don't want to cause trouble. But my yeah. grandmother, she, she'll, she was one of the people for context again, who was wearing a mask in her car by herself. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just. Mm. I, I, I do understand that <laughs> for the for the people who are very fearful it makes you feel like you're doing something even though you know mm-hmm. i mean it's decidedly unstable but even though you know it doesn't actually work it, it makes you feel like you have a, an element of control over something that you can't control yeah yeah um i think uh i've heard ben make this point a ton of times on his show as he's always saying yeah, they're going to make this mandatory for the flu now, the flu in the yeah. cold season. And I've I'm seen some rhetoric about that. 
I'm definitely mad. I'm definitely afraid of that because that that that'll be the kicker. Now, now that they've started this whole variant thing, just to kind of clamp down on it again, that mm-hmm. I was afraid that that's what they were going to do because I didn't get a cold at all um, the last last year, and people were were telling my mom and stuff, "Oh, I just don't like getting sick," but you know, you actually need to get sick. Like it's right. It's good for you to get sick. Like you should have a cold every once in a while because you know your immune system actually has to work. Otherwise, exactly. if you got COVID, if you got COVID, then it might actually be worse. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So I've now had three colds in the last three months. So, you know, you, you wow. suffer for a week, but yeah, it's better to do that than get one bad disease and it knock you out. So I'd rather have okay. three mediocre colds than uh, get slammed by something random and my exactly. immune system actually work. Yeah, I was willing to go along with everything. I was willing to wear my mask mm-hmm. uh, right up until the point where everyone could get the vaccine. At, at which point I was like, this is over. I'm yeah, I'm vaccinated. I'm not wearing my mask. So now even if there's signs up that say <clears throat> mask strongly recommended or mask required, unless it's an actual doctor's office or an airport, I just walk in without it. I smile really big and I haven't been challenged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the thing though is you know if you remember back to last year everyone was challenging everyone about everything because it was yeah. just that big of a deal I, no one does that anymore like there are no mask shamers anymore yeah uh, which is good I'm, I'm glad that we're doing that now we're done with the whole uh, mask shaming but yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I've been the same way for me once I got COVID back in April uh, I was done mm-hmm. I got out i got out of quarantine went straight to a party <laughs> had to go to a party in year or in a, in basically basically a year went mm-hmm. straight to a party couldn't taste anything did a bunch of shots that was it <laughs> that was it uh yeah i was like covid's over at yep. that point people had been vaxxed so people were willing to start partying and college campuses have been normal right you know there's yeah. been like i i've i've lived a normal life for the last three months it's been great but my grandmother sits at home and doesn't doesn't go out anymore she's afraid to go to the grocery store again and i'm i'm afraid that it's i'm afraid that she's going to think that way for the rest of her life which may not be as long as as you know one would hope and being afraid to go to the grocery store and being afraid of everyone around you is just not the right way to live it's not it's not okay to go to go into a city and be afraid of everyone around you because you think they're going to bug you it's not, and it's not okay to be afraid if you're going to go to a grocery store and because everyone's a disease carrier, right? right. Just, if you think of people that way, then it's just, you're not going to live a happy life. And I know that there are people my age who think the same way, which is really unfortunate. That's horrible. Because, really, yeah. you know, eventually they're going to get over it, but it's really unfortunate for the older people who are thinking this way now. They don't have much time left. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just want her to come to Christmas and but I don't think that that's going to happen, which is really unfortunate. And there's nothing yeah. I can do about it. So, no, you can't control other people. Mm-hmm. It's it's depressing. But one thing I do tell people is, in the last two years since the pandemic started, I have lost three friends unexpectedly, and none of them died of COVID. And it's just a reminder that your life could end at any time for any reason. Mm -hmm. and wouldn't you rather go out 
loving people and spending time with people and making the most of the time you have together than hiding in your house for the last few years of your life and just doing nothing. Yeah, man, it really does. It really does. Uh, it really does end up going down into that, breaking down into just that. Right. And it was always, it always broke down into that even before there mm-hmm. weren't, even before there were vaccines. Right. It right. Was. And pe- pe- certain groups of people accepted it quicker. Right. And mm-hmm. certain people at some point though, we are going to all have to accept it. And I think the people holding on are just holding on to that last bit of safety that they think that they think is there. Um, mm-hmm. But, but eventually, right. You're going to have to accept it. And I hope that she does. I hope she comes to Christmas because this will be two years in a row that she hasn't come. Right. And, uh, wow. That's rough. Yeah. yeah. Well, last year made sense. All right. Well, to well some yeah, that, yeah. Last, year. last year, last year during November, it was like really bad. Right. In terms of, that's when I had it. That's when I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That one. Uh, yeah. Last year, not good, but now it's, now it's fine. Relatively moderately. There's those, there's those pills that, that reduce death yep. to, to basically zero. Exactly. Right? And I feel like they're not even talking about it. It's just like, There's never been a better time to stop being afraid. I know. It's so <laughs> silly. It, 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 may, it feels so silly sometimes, yeah. but it's just really, really unfortunate that she thinks that way. And I, you know, I could, I could, I could destroy her with the facts and logic all I want, but she's not going to change her mind because she feels a certain way. And it's just, it's not going right. to change. And it's extremely unfortunate, but not much you can do. So in terms of red pilling your relatives, and I think <laughs> Steven Crowder always said this about abortion too. There are some people that doesn't matter up to what fetal point you can show them. They're just mm-hmm. not going to, they're just going to, they're not going to care. Right? right. I think it's the same. I think it's the same way with COVID in terms of like, I think it's just true across every single issue. There's a certain point where they're just not going to be, they're not going to be swayed by anything, right? Nothing's going to change their mind. And I think that that 10% is always going to be there. Um, I don't think they're ever going to give it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just really unfortunate that it has to be one of my family members, but yeah, I know there are a lot of people out there who have to deal with it. uh, So that is that is my story. Uh, that is your story. <laughs> well, thank you, Theo, so much for coming on the podcast yeah, and talking. Um, that is going to be it for tonight. But go follow Theo Dictator on Twitter, and I will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, Theo.